Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast, Wednesday edition of the 10-Minute Tip. We've added a way for our listeners who would like to support the podcast to do so. We love our coffee, so you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep and buy us a cup of coffee, wink. That's buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. Okay, we're continuing with our low-cost or no-cost prepping tips. Krista, what do we have on tap for tonight? Looks like tonight we need to talk about organizing and taking inventory of our pantry, basically our food and water storage. Okay, where do we need to start with that? Actually, a lot of people like to go a little old school with this. I know I've done this as well, where I've sat down and actually written out a list by category. I'll categorize soups, vegetables, fruits, dry beans, rice, macaroni and cheese, you know, dinner kits, things like that that I have. I'll inventory and organize. And I also like to suggest that you keep your prepper pantry organized in this way, here's what I mean. This is what works for me. Of course, you do whatever works for you, but especially for those of us that maybe are new at this, you may want to group all of your soups together and group all of your vegetables together and all your fruits together. It's just going to be a lot easier for you to know what you have and to know how to rotate what you have because you need to use what you have in your prepper pantry. Don't just buy things and forget about them. Rotate them out. Use them. Replace them. Uh, If you need to have Sharpie nearby to write the the, uh, expiration dates a little more clearly on top of the cans, do that as well. So then you go through and you know what you have in your prepper pantry. Now for us, and, and this is just us, some folks do it this way, some do it another. Some folks just have everything in one big pantry and work out of that. We personally have our kitchen pantry, which is really not that large. And then we have another, it was a closet, and we've converted it to our prepper room, and it stores mostly food. And in the cabinets in there, your food is in there. So sometimes you go shopping for the kitchen pantry in the prepper pantry. Absolutely. And you pull some things out and then replace those the next time you go to the store. And that helps with your rotation. Is that kind of, am I thinking through that just right? Yes, I do like to move my older products to the front so they'll get used more quickly. And then newer products get rotated to the back and then uh, everything gets rotated out. We don't have anything in our pantry that we wouldn't normally use anyway. So there are times when I do need to shop in my prepper pantry for an ingredient, a canned item, a bagged item that I need. And then on my next trip to the grocery store, I'll just replace that and just keep rotating. And that's a system that has worked for us very well. And then you make a shopping list of the things that you took out and the things that you need to purchase when you go to the store. Absolutely. And make yourself aware of your grocery store or your food markets, seasonal specials. A lot of times our grocery stores will put flats and cases of things on sale or uh, packages of four, um, even bulk store items when you go to the Sam's, Costco, BJ's Wholesale Warehouse. You know, you're going to want to find some cases, case lots of things that you use. We buy case lots of cream of mushroom soup. We buy case lots of tomato sauce. We buy case lots of beans, things like that. So you're not locked into the three cans of the same items that you use this week, but you're aware that you're down three cans of that. 
Exactly. And once you start doing this, it stays on your mind. You okay. can you can remember it pretty quickly. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we understood that. Mm-hmm. And as we continue with talking about rotating, uh, we're talking about rotating and storing water. Now, there's a number of ways to do that. We started out using milk jugs. You can use milk jugs. You can use two-liter bottles. Two-liter bottles probably give you a longer storage life than does milk jugs. I think because of the the, the top. That, milk jugs usually have that snap down, and the, the two-liter bottles have that screw down. Okay. Well, I'm understanding that there's something in the plastic itself that breaks down and you'll end up with leaks and possibly something leaching into it. So Hmm. uh, we've not had a problem with it. And the way that we particularly rotate ours, now when we fill up a milk jug or if we buy a gallon of water in a jug, which we buy distilled water, we use it for other things as well. And then I don't have to worry about running out from a CPAP. I just go in there and get a jug of distilled water. But we date those jugs. And then when those jugs get a year or so old, then the way they get rotated is they begin to be used to water plants. If I'm spraying insecticide, weed killer, anything like that, that's the water that I use. Mm -hmm. So that water gets rotated, then a new date put on there, and we are able to keep up with when that water went on the shelf and not let it sit too long. Now, one thing when we're talking about storing water, if you're storing city water, if it's commercial city water, you don't have to add chlorine to it because they've already added chlorine at the water processing plant. Mm -hmm. That goes into it. That's measured every day. There's certain parameters they have to keep it within. But that does keep it from creating some type of bacteria, algae, whatever it is that they're concerned with there. What else can we talk about as far as organizing? One of the things that I've found is keeping things in the same place or keeping things together. One of the things, you know, we're just coming off of this winter storm that took over about a third of the United States. And one of the things that one comment that I saw was the guy said that when the lights went out, it took him about an hour to get set up because he had to remember where those various things were. Where did I put the candles? Where did I put the flashlights? Where did I put, you know, all of that stuff? And it took him about an hour to get it set up. So if we put these things, if we organize them about like my dad used to organize his basement, dad had an electrical department. He had a plumbing department and he had a paint department. And so if you needed a particular plumbing part, it was over here. If it was an electrical part, it was here. He just, that's the way he thought and that's the way he organized his basement. But he could walk into that basement and pick up any particular thing you ask him for at a moment's notice. We need to be able to do that with our prepper gear, just like you can do in the kitchen. I can look all over the place for a particular pot. You say, oh, it's in the third, you know, you know exactly where it is, and I don't. And you need to learn. I do need to learn, which I noticed yesterday that since we were both home, I did notice that you did a lot of, you spent a lot of time organizing or reorganizing your kitchen. Mm-hmm. You did that across this weekend, and I took notice, and it looks nice in there. And you can find anything and everything you need to be able to put your hands on. Okay, 
So we're talking about organizing and inventorying our pantry, rotating that. We're talking about storing water, rotating that. And we're talking about keeping our gear where we know where it is so it's in an organized fashion so that we can put our hands on it. That's practical prepping. That's practical prepping. If you enjoy Practical Prepping Podcast, we ask you to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about it. We also ask you to consider supporting our podcast. You can do that by buying us a cup or two of coffee. You can do that by going to www.buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. We appreciate any support to keep this podcast coming to you.